All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast, where you will hear the latest in sports and wrestling. Nothing here is off limits, so let's get started. So, Wayne, we have the last couple podcasts. We've given sporadic predictions on what we think is going to happen, but tonight what we want to do now is do something different. Come live during the pre-show of the Elimination Chamber and give our official predictions. We've done tangents all over the place on things that we think that's going to happen, but we've never really said official what we really believe will happen. So, Lane, I'm going to let you go first. I want to hear your prediction on, right now, the bar versus Cesaro. I'm sorry, not Cesaro, um, Apollo and Titus. Because if you remember watching the Mixed Match Challenge, it almost like we saw Titus Worldwide come to an end. Uh, I mean, it really depends on what they're going to want to do as far as mania and stuff. If they want to put the bar in a match or – I'm. I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna think that uh, they're gonna wind up giving this one to, to Titus and and Apollo. All right. I think they're gonna keep it with the bar because I think the bar is a more established team. I think if you choose to keep Apollo and Titus together, you could potentially build them up and maybe they can have their moment, say WrestleMania. But I think for for right now, I still think it's gonna be the bar that's gonna reign supreme, uh, supreme over the Raw Tag Team Division. All right. So then we have the Women's Elimination Chamber. My prediction for that is I think Alexa is going to go over. I think she'll win. I, we're, I think Alexa, Mandy Rose, and oh, who's the other girl from? The Bill. The Bill. We'll be the last three. We'll, we'll be the last three. I think what we're going to see is a potential face turn for Alexa. I think this is the match where a face turn ensues because if rumor holds true and Nia Jax is somehow, if Asuka does face Charlotte, then that leaves no opponent for Alexa Bliss, except Nia Jax. So I'm thinking here on this is that you're going to start to see the seeds of a complete face turn for Alexa. Real quick, I'd like to uh, change my answer. I was not aware that the Bar and Titus Worldwide were fighting for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I thought it was just a pre, uh, pre-show pre match. I was not aware it was for the Tag Team titles. So I'm going to change my answer to the Bar. Okay. What do you think about the women's elimination chamber? Oh, Alexa Bliss. Like, better if she beats going on the podcast. Uh, I believe Alexa Bliss will win. Like you said, the face turn, Mickey and and uh, Bailey will be the first ones eliminated. And I think it will come down to the to uh, Absolution and, and Bliss, and then Bliss knocks off Absolution and it starts the face turn going into WrestleMania. All right. So we also have on the card we have. Woken Matt Hardy against Bray Wyatt. Now, this seems like it's been going on forever, but I think we're going to get a spark tonight. My prediction is is that Matt Hardy is going to win this match, but the spark is going to be Brother Nero returns. Jeff Hardy will make his return tonight at Elimination Chamber as we start moving on towards the march for WrestleMania. He was just down in Birmingham, Alabama, seeing, seeing whoever worked on his shoulder. And usually when we hear those reports, those guys are probably are, have already been cleared or at least close to being back. So it wouldn't surprise me if Jack Hardy, a.k.a. Brother Nero, makes a return tonight. Um, if, if Brother Nero uh, – let me see. I, I believe that Matt Hardy will win. And only if Brother Nero is cleared to return and he returns tonight. I believe if, if, if Jeff Hardy does not return tonight, then Bray Wyatt wind up going over and hopefully, hopefully ending the feud. 
I'm so sick of these two. For the love of God, it's old. It's not fresh. It was fresh when it first started, and I still love the promos. The promos are great, but the in-ring stuff, they're just not clicking. They're just not gelling. Um, I, I just like to see them move on. I don't think, you know, and, and fairly, I don't think they're getting enough time to even work together to try to tell out their real story. So and that's, they, that's part they, of the problem. Yeah, if WWE gives them 15, 20 minutes, right? Bray Wyatt's a good enough in-ring worker. Matt Hardy's been around for a very long time. There's no reason why these two can't at least carve out something that's respectable that at least will be talked about the next day. But, but, but I think Hardy returns tonight. All right, am I missing anything before the men's elimination chamber? Um, yes, you are. Uh, uh, Gallows and Anderson versus the Miz Taraj, which is on the kickoff show. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, the Miz Taraj. See, I think it's going to be Gallows and Anderson. And I think this because this is going to kick off the feud. Could I definitely see the Miz pulling this off? Yes, I can. I think it's going to be Gallows and Anderson because I think they have both. Both teams have been misused. Gallows and Anderson, when they were the Raw Tag Team Champions, should have been the dominant Tag Team Champions. Even when they came into the company and they made that big bang. Remember when they first came in and they made that big bang? That was right there where they could have capitalized on making these guys, you know, just like they were in New Japan and everywhere else that team together. I think because they have more credibility than Dallas and Axel, I'm going to go with the Mister. Uh, I'm going to go with the good brothers of Gallows and Anderson. The only reason why I think the Miz will win is because the Miz will not obviously will not win the chamber tonight, and that way the whole stable is not isn't losing on the same pay per view. That's the only reason why I believe the Miz would win. The other man. Is no, no, no. What I was going to say was, is that I think the Miz. Look, just because the Miz may not win the chamber doesn't mean Miz may not win the night. And what I mean by that is that the rumor is that it's Balor. So the Miz could score a very huge win over Balor when it looks like Balor is going to close in on a victory or something over somebody huge. Miz can come in and screw him, get the win. That would start the feud. Yes, granted, granted, he may not win the chamber. But if the Miz can get over on someone he's getting ready to fight, say at Mania, have a winning performance. Correct, exactly. And I think he will. I think he'll be the standout guy of the night. I don't think it's going to be Braun. I mean, we already know what Braun's going to do. Holy shit! Um, we know what Reigns is going to do in there. Cena's going to do in there. You remember last year when Cena jumped off the top of the pod? I just watched that earlier. Yes. Okay. We know what they're going to do. Have that honor tonight of doing the big move. Okay, Cena and Miz are the only two guys that have ever been in the chamber. The rest of these five guys have never been in it. But we know Reigns is a performer. What he's going to do. We know what Braun is a performer. We know what he's going to do. Same with Cena. The Miz has been in there, but I don't feel like the Miz has ever had a shot to break out in a match like that. I think that changes tonight, and I think we start seeing the progression of the year of the Miz in 2018. Even though he'll come up short. He will put on one hell of a performance tonight. I hope the Miz is Universal Champion or even WWE Champion again by SummerSlam. I I, 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 I don't think he needs to be the Universal Champion. Listen, that title to me is such a piece of crap. It's just a prop for Brock Lesnar to hold up. Hold up. And this is with the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Granted, it's got a long history behind it. And I understand that. But the Miz... For the last two years, for the most part, has the, the Intercontinental bit title has been associated with the Miz, and usually, you know, it's it's supposed to be that the man makes the title, but a lot of times the title makes the man. But I believe Miz makes the title, so I believe he could 
do good things for the universal title to help build it up. Now, I don't think that that's the first title he should get. I, I, I'd rather see him WWE champion again because on the mic he can go, even in the ring he can go, whether people want to agree with me or not. And I think that his character and his overall, his overall, um, what's the word I'm looking for? His overall. Evolved. Like he's evolved. Um, well, no, yeah, he's evolved. His gimmick. His gimmick is, is one of the best they've got in the company right now, if not the best. So right now I'm watching the pre-show of Chamber and Paige is on there. They're not showing Paige's hands. There's a reason why they're not showing Paige's hands. Paige got a tattoo on her hand that I believe said, eat shit, get bit. Did you see that article? No, I did not. So Paige has a tattoo on the, okay, so here's the back of your hand. So, you know, if you're making like a face puppet, like right across where your first finger is, right between, you know, the gap between your first finger and your thumb. So on that skin, on both of her hands, she has a tattoo that says, eat shit, get bit. Paige is a whole nother topic, a uh, whole nother podcast. I'm just going to that stupid crap. I wasn't, and... I wasn't going to talk about it, but I saw her pop on the screen and I was like, oh, I saw that article. Okay, so I'm pretty sure we both have the same prediction for this one, but uh, Nia Jax versus Asuka, and if Nia Jax wins, she will be added to the main event match for Raw in the women's title match. And Asuka still has not chose whether she wants to fight Raw women's champion or SmackDown's women's champion. Even though we talked about we, you think she's going to go with Charlotte, I'm certainly in that way now. I still see Oscar winning. I don't see Oscar losing. I'll put it that way. Like we talked yeah. about the other night, it could be a double finish, a, a screwy finish, something. But I just don't see Oscar losing. So here's what's going to happen. Here's how we're going to know how the Oscar match plays out. I still think Oscar's going to somehow get the victory. If they have the women's chamber before that match and Oscar then comes out and picks her challenger, then then it's going to, you know, then it's going to be obvious, right? Because then right. he will have picked Charlotte. So then when that match with Nia happens, if that's the way it goes, Oscar's going to win the match. And all Nia Jax has to do the next night on Raw is attack Alexa. Right? That's it. That's all you have to do. She can get that heat back by attacking, you know, a face, Alexa Bliss. And that would, that would cement her face turn. That would be it. And then you got the matchup. I think Oscar wins, but I think Nia Jax will have like her foot on the bottom rope or her hand on the rope, or she'll have a shoulder up and the referee doesn't see it. That way she can say she technically wasn't beat. Uh, Oscar doesn't lose. Nia Jax still says, well, I wasn't beat. Oscar's going to go fight Charlotte, so I should be the one that fights Alexa Bliss. Everyone else has gotten their chance. That's and a good possibility. I agree. Yeah, that's a good possibility. That's actually a good thought. Yeah. So somewhere around the way that, or you know, they do a spot where on the on the outside of the ring, uh, where Nia's on the outside and Oscar's on the inside, and Oscar, you know, gives her a big old kick to the head, and there's a count victory, something. But I just don't see, I don't see Ron, or I don't see, uh, I don't see Oscar losing, but I don't see her beating Nia clean either. Yeah, I mean, I, that's a tough one to call because you got to keep Nia Jax looking impressive. I think Nia Jax will dominate most of the matchup. And I agree. I think Oscar's going to win this. But the interesting is, will she win clean or will there be some sort of screwy finish? There's one thing I wanted to hit on before we head up to the men's uh, elimination chamber match. We, we talked about the women, and I totally ignored Bailey and Sasha Banks because I just saw them on the screen as well. And so that jogged my memory. 
One of these okay. two, one of these two are turning heel tonight, or at least, <laughs> or, or at least it's going to plant the seeds enough to turn heel probably the next night. What have you? Something's happening. Who is it? You say you said. Um, I say Bailey. Say, oh, I say I say Bailey too. I think Bailey will be the one that turns heel. I think because we've already seen it from Sasha, we've already seen her boss heel character, and it's a, it's a, it's a good gimmick. Don't get me wrong, but I think that WWE is really, especially if you look at the way that they've booked Cena lately, they have not booked him as just the straight up baby face. Right. I think they're going to take the same thing, and they're going to, but they're going to do a full fledged heel turn for Bailey, fresh, new, give new care, new life to her character, new new life to storylines to the division. I think that's the best way that you could go. Um, especially since Bailey's merchandise actually has been down over the last several months, and I, probably because of the way they've booked her and and stuff, and I mean it makes sense, but I, I just see Bailey Bailey turning heel. I agree. Bailey should turn heel, like you said, for everything that you said. The one one it would be different, and we need to stop getting away from the predictable elements of things, and we need to start doing more things that we don't think would happen. That's what's going to freshen up the company. That's what's going to freshen up. That's, that is going to be what people would want to come back to. They want to see things that they're not expecting to happen. If we stick here with this prediction train, then that's not going to happen. It's, nothing's going to change. If you, needs to turn. And you, you knew what was going to happen on every single episode. It wouldn't be a soap opera. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been, on, been on TV for as long as it has. Any of those soap operas. Any of those shows, if you knew what happened, you wouldn't watch. The they point don't. of watching is for the shock and the plot twists and the turns and the surprises and the oh shit moments and the I didn't see that coming. And unfortunately, WWE for years now has been like, eh, saw it, eh, knew it, totally predictable. So now I think that, you know, it, it, it's, it's time. And I think WWE is starting to even realize that it's time and it, it, to shake things up a little bit. The last thing that cop that completely swerved me was when Seth turned on the shield. That's it. That was the last thing that I sure as hell didn't see coming. I did not see that happen. That was the last thing that turned me. All right. So now we're down to our last match, man. We got the men's elimination. Wait, wait. Before I hit the men's chamber, Ronda Rousey signs her contract tonight, and you've never seen a contract signing go perfectly smooth in a WWE ring. Not really, no. I think is going to happen tonight. I think Charlotte's going to come out. I think, you know, Stephanie will be there. I wouldn't be shocked if Alexa comes out. If, you know, if the if the signing happens before, you know, the match itself. Okay, so you said Charlotte. Now, you know, she's from SmackDown. What leads you to believe she'll be at the Raw pay-per-view? Well, because if you think about it, what happened when the women's Royal Rumble match was over? Ronda came out. Who was sitting out there during that women's Royal Rumble? It was it was um, Alexa Bliss and it was Charlotte. Right. Ronda walks into the ring. Charlotte holds up her championship. Then Alexa didn't really hold up her championship, obviously. But uh, and at least then the seeds were planted because Ronda then attempted to shake Asuka's hand, like to say, "I want you." But all of them were out there. I still think at some point we're going to see Ronda Charlotte. I think it's just going to be like that, just to tease things. I don't think it's going to be necessarily to lead to anything. 
I think it's just going to be there to tease people. And I think what we're going to see is I think we're going to see Ronda get physical. I did see something the other day. It was floated around that if they don't, if they decide not to do the match, the tag match with Ronda in it, that they could see where Asuka, instead of fighting for one of the championships, fights Ronda Rousey instead, or they do it to where they did like Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30 where Asuka will wind up putting her championship opportunity on the line at Mania versus Rousey and something something happened and then they wind up making it a triple threat match with Charlotte. Not saying it's confirmed or not saying it's even a big plan, but it's something that was talked about to, to make as much noise as they could for the women's division at WrestleMania. I mean, that will definitely be something we, we definitely need to keep our eye on. All right. So then the big, you know, the big one of them all. The Roman Reigns losing the Elimination Chamber match. Um, listen, you know, I was talking with, you know, I was talking with Emily earlier about it. I was, as of this afternoon, 55% that Roman's going to win this Chamber match. <laughs> I don't think so anymore. I, I've dropped the 50-50. For me, it's a 50-50 thing because no matter what's going on, it's always been penciled in as Brock versus Roman. So I can't dip it below 50% because it's either going to be that or it's not going to be that. Um, did you see the Las Vegas betting odds earlier? I did not. So at one point, they had it where it was penciled in, where it was Roman was the favorite to win. Okay. It was, it was Braun Strowman. Then the Miz. Those were actually the top three. Okay. For about 15 minutes, Elias was favored. But this was this is around uh, it's 6:20 my time. This was about four, four o'clock my time. Okay. It it was for about 15 minutes. Elias jumped to the very top of that list over Roman, over Braun, over everybody. Cena. Elias was actually put at number one for about 15 minutes. And then when I went and checked again at six, I mean, I mean at five, it went back to what it originally was of Roman, then Braun, then The Miz. Okay, that's something to watch, and here's why. Do I think Elias is going to win this chamber match tonight? I no. do not. But I will right now for you make an argument why it should at least be considered. What were we, what were we just talking about that WWE needs to go back to? Unpredictability. Nobody in their right mind truly believes Elias is going to win this chamber match. I think with The Miz, he'll be a breakout star in that matchup. I do. I think it's going to be Miz and Elias who will be the breakout stars. But if you want to send a message to your fan base that says, we want to steer away from, you know, predictability, who not anybody better than Elias? Look at how far he has come. In In a short amount of time. Oh, my God. His gimmick is over. The crowd... He gets instant heat. The crowd cheers him. And then the second that he opens his trap, insulting the town, you know, he gets he gets booed. And he kind of reminds me of a young Edge and Christian because Edge and Christian, remember, used to get in the ring and do comedy bits, but would always insult the town before they did their five minute, you know, or their five second pose. And the crowd over time ate it up. They loved it. Got him over. If you want to show that your, your fan base that you want to change things up, Elias should win it tonight. I think that 
necessarily very likely. However, for him to jump up on the Las Vegas betting odds, um, Shows same, people fights, same people that bet on UFC fights and bet, and bet on you know professional sporting events all the time, for a good 15 minutes, Elias was number one. So it makes me wonder if there was something that was leaked out that we don't know, or if someone leaked out false information, or... Or maybe, what? or maybe Elias just has that many followers. He has that much of a base that they go in there and say, you know what? This is who we want to see win. We're going to bet he's going to win, and we're going to rise him up. I mean, listen, any theory is possible with, because you don't know if WWE really takes those things seriously or not. But I will say this. If I remember correctly, the last four pay-per-views that I've seen betting odds on, whoever is on the top spot, wins the match. And Elias was on top for 15 minutes today. Meaning, at the end of the time, whoever's on top at the end, for whenever they cut betting off, I mean, for the last that I've seen, I don't know, it, it could be longer, but the last four that I've read myself, just by myself and noticed, I'm not saying it's for, I mean, it could be longer, in, but the last four that I've seen personally, whoever was on top at the end of whenever they stopped betting, that person on top won and man you know i think i just talked myself into one i think i just talked myself into an elias upset <laughs> i mean because i'm one of those guys that wants unpredictability back in wrestling like it was in the attitude era now granted we didn't have the internet as strong as it was at that time but from a kid growing up in the attitude era they always surprised you. I like unpredictability. And as much as I to admit it, I was I was a fan when Orton fought Mahal. I was a fan. I, I was one of the guys that wanted to see Mahal win because it was new. It was fresh. Tired of Orton. Granted, I didn't realize how much of a shit show it would be, and I regret my – I regret <laughs> what happened. But I like the unpredictability part. Um, and so uh, but I would be happy <laughs> – if Elias would win, Elias is a lot better than Maul, in my opinion. Oh, agree. Just, 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 the, just, even if they were to do something like I've brought this up before, like they did with Edge and Mr. Kennedy back at WrestleMania, what was it, 23, 24, whenever Kennedy won, and then Edge beat him for it a few weeks later when Kennedy got injured. Even if Elias won, and then he put, they, he was forced to put his opportunity up and lost it later on down the line. I mean, the Elimination Chamber win for Elias would build his career up, and then you could take it. It almost built it at like the Royal Rumble in the sense that, <clears throat> okay, the winner at Rumble from SmackDown, uh, uh, Nakamura, he won and he got his chance at, at, at Mania for AJ. And then now you have an opportunity with, of course, you know, whoever wins is going to Mania from the chamber, but you can have it built up like you can win just like the Rumble. And that you, just like you've made new stars with Cena and Batista and uh, uh, Rey Mysterio, you made new stars from chamber or from rumble matches, you can now take Elias and do the same thing, but in a chamber and build a guy up. Here's who I think my final four is going to be. It's going to be, all right, I'm going to go out on a straight up prediction. I don't think Roman's winning. It's 50, 50. Do I think this is actually going to happen? No, but I want to go out there and throw the biggest bold prediction of the night out there. Roman reigns just like Monday night. will get pinned by Seth. Freaking Rollins, Ro- or Roman, first one out. That's my bold prediction of the night. That is my – I'm going way out there. I'm going to take a freaking <laughs> – I'm 
I think we're going to see WWE send a message. That's what I think. I, I mean, listen, like I said, do I think it's actually going to happen? No, but I want to be one of those guys that takes a bold shot. Like, I want to go out there and be like, you know what? I'm going to make a bold prediction that nobody could possibly see coming because there's a part of me that just wants to believe in uh, something unpredictable. Now, how unpredictable would that be? Very. And what message would that be sending? Like I told her, Emily earlier, um, you are five weeks from Mania. You have Fastlane coming up. This is the last Raw pay-per-view they're ever going to do. Because let me say that they're going back to dual-branded pay-per-views after Mania. So this is the last Raw exclusive pay-per-view <coughs> ever. So what do you do? You have five weeks. That is too soon. WWE is, you know WWE is paying attention to what's going on out there. You know it. They have to be. They were stupid not to be. You cannot take the risk when this guy says, I will put something out there that proves it, you know, soon at some point. You cannot take the chance of him doing this four or five days before Mania when all when there's no more Raws before Mania or no more SmackDowns before Mania. If you're it, WWE, you cannot do that. And even if it's something he's already been busted for, the fact is, is there's still negative publicity that's getting out right around this time. And that will, and, and, and here's the thing. That's why as WWE, you can't take the risk because you don't know when this guy's going to release it. Unfortunately, he's got you, you know, in a vice grip, you know, by your balls. You cannot take the chance of him potentially screwing up your marquee event. If you're WWE and if you truly believe this man could be somewhat credible and thinks that he has something, because he does, he has something. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear from, you know, because I've heard from people, you know, oh, this guy doesn't have no- nothing. He's bluffing. Let me make it clear. He's not bluffing. And even if it's something that Roman's been busted for before, he still has something. We don't know what it is. Neither does WWE. They always like to be in control, but they're not in control here. This man is in control. And with all that being said, and you put all that into perspective, you cannot pull the trigger on a Roman Reigns win. He must lose tonight. Now, if it comes out that Roman didn't do anything, and again, that would be very bad, and I would feel very bad for the man. But when you put yourself in a situation that could bring negative, you know, publicity to the company even if you didn't do anything wrong you still overall put yourself in that position to be heavily scrutinized to be linked to a known drug dealer 